Hello everyone, uh, thank you for joining me for another episode of Detailing with Marty with me, your host, Marty Kostadinov. I recently started a, a Facebook group, like a, a discussion group for this podcast in order for people who follow it to stay up to date on what's going on and also bring up ideas, suggestions, etc. on things they would like to hear on the podcast. And a fellow detailer that lives uh, in Alabama now, Randy, had the suggestions to have me do an episode on what to expect uh, from a detailer if you have never taken your vehicle to be detailed before. And it was a great idea. I have never done an episode on that. So I encourage others out there to also uh, pitch in, uh, look up my Facebook group. I'll put the link for it in the episode description or you can always email me of course martyk13 pm.me with suggestions but uh so i don't i would like to talk a bit about what your expectations should be when uh, making an appointment for the very first time because i know um myself included if i've never uh, had anything done i'm a bit anxious and hesitant to to do it so what to expect when scheduling a detail for the first time first i'll open with uh saying that it all depends on what kind of detail that we're talking about is it a detail shop is it uh the dealership doing the detail is it a mobile detailer such as myself is it a valet detailer that comes and picks up your vehicle and then drops it back off to you uh so i'll speak uh just about a couple of different Types obviously myself being mobile, uh, but the first I'll just speak on briefly is a shop. If you're scheduling to have your vehicle detailed in a detail shop, uh, usually what happens is you have to make an appointment, and on the date of the appointment you drive the vehicle there, you drop it off, and if it's a small job, you might be able to wait there. But most of the time you drop the vehicle off, and you come back a later time with a later date. You take depending on what you need done, if it's like a buff job, paint correction, it might take a day or two or three, it depends on the condition of the vehicle, uh, staffing levels, etc. how long it would take that particular detail shop to get your vehicle done. Um, so that is my limited knowledge of actual shops from what I know. If, on the other hand, you take your, you have a mobile detailer, such as myself, up to you, I'll speak on uh, personal experience in what you should expect for the very first time from a mobile detailer. So uh, it starts with, hopefully you have some time to uh, clean out the car to the best of your ability, remove personal belongings, change any valuables, money, cash, uh, clean out any trash to the best of your ability. Again, I mean, obviously, you're in a hurry, you can't see everything. I, I find all types of treasures, usually on little seats. Uh, people with kids have, you know, toys, goldfish, whatever, on little seats that they're not going to see when they're doing a quick clean out. Even not so quick clean out because kids, I know, can be pretty messy and stuff gets everywhere. So clean out your car at the best of your ability. Uh, next is park in a shady spot if possible. It's summertime if it's hot, uh, especially if you are having the exterior done. Any type of waxing, any type of windows should ideally be done in shade. 
I do use wax that can be applied in direct sunlight, but it's still better to be able to uh, work on a vehicle that is in the shade. It makes uh, application removal of wax is anything really that includes window cleaner, uh, it includes uh, wheel cleaner, any really substance. It's better off if it is not applied in direct sunlight. So if possible, park in the shade. Uh, something else I would like to ask people also in advance uh, be detailing is, is it okay to take pictures? Pictures before and after the detail, just like before shot, after shot, and uh, almost all the time I remember to black out, for example, the uh, license plate, identified information to the best of my ability. I, I just go in there and I black that out. So make sure you tell the detailer is it okay if they take pictures. Uh, I always ask is it okay to take pictures that I can put part of my social media, which is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. On my Google profile, Google business page. Make sure you're okay with that. If you're not, just say so and maybe he can just take them for his own personal use. And also, it's, it's, sometimes, honestly, it's a liability, uh, CYA. Uh, Want to make sure that something was there is not there before. And speaking of which, uh, also, uh, a lot of people, detailers, uh, even service shops, right? You drop your vehicle off, you sign a form. Some detailers might have you sign a form, uh, either a waiver or something saying that uh, any damage that is there now is there now and the detail did not cause it. So that also is why pictures sometimes play a crucial part of the whole process. Or maybe the detail might have a form, he walks from the car, he it out and checks off any uh, defects that he or she might see and you attest that they were there before and they were not caused by the detailer in the course of him doing the actual job. Uh, next is uh, make sure, especially if there's an exterior detail happening like a wash, wax, make sure there's enough space to move around the vehicle freely, ideally with a stool. I use a little stool that I square around the vehicle with so I can uh, really fill clay bar and wax into one wheel of tires. I have a little, little stool I screw around with, with wheels. It makes it difficult, obviously, if uh, one side of the vehicle is too close to the side and I have to go on the grass, I have to get on my knees instead of being able to uh, screw around the chair. So it makes things harder, makes the job takes too much longer because stuff like that. And also make sure there's no other cars uh, nearby unless you don't care about the other cars getting splashed with water or maybe even possibly chemicals. But ideally, there shouldn't be any cars around. In the perfect scenario, the car should be in the center of the driveway, or, or if not, uh, leave the keys around so that you can move it where he or she might need it to get the job done. Um, also, so detailing takes time. I couldn't tell you how many times people have said to me, "Oh, you've done an hour or two, right?" I'm like, "Well, almost never. I'm almost never done an hour or two unless I'm doing, say, the basic detail for a sedan that's in great shape." that I'm in and out in an hour, but almost that almost never happens. So please plan accordingly, educate yourself on the services that the detailer offers. Not every detail is the same. Some do more involved services like paint correction and buffing that might take hours or even days, paint correction. Uh, ceramic can take a long time as well, depending on conditions outside being mobile. Ceramic is that much harder to do by mobile detail because the conditions have to be just right. Uh, so pick a detailer that is suited for what you need done. If you're looking for somebody that does buffing and uh, paint enhancement, scratch removal, uh, things like that, look for a detailer that does that. 
and know that not everybody is the same and ask in advance how long do you anticipate this job taking and ask if it takes no more than this please let me know or just set those expectations if you have somewhere to go say i'll be back or how long does it take just know that it, it is a process it could take quite a bit of time uh, something else being mobile is uh, tell i always ask people where's your water where is your electric some mobile detailers have their own power and their own water i now have my own power i use i also use for water i use uh onr which is water so i technically don't need water it's nice to have but i'll need it i have my own but so it's always good to know where the water and electric is uh, also specify the vehicle itself tell the detailer of any area that might need extra attention don't just assume that the detailer is going to know exactly what to do in their situation so most of the time right i don't touch engines unless i'm asked to detail the engine or um, i don't um, i might neglect <laughs> for example the headline we don't really look above that's one thing i i don't usually typically do as part of the detail process um, for whatever reason it just some line is different than others they're more involved or not but unless the customer specifically asks me please focus on this please check this out see what you do about this uh, i most likely will not do that unless i'm asked to do it so don't just assume that the detailer is going to be able to reach your mind so to speak if you have something that you want done that needs extra attention make sure you, you tell that to the person within your vehicle uh, another, another thing is uh, please, please, please don't hover. Don't uh, look over the dealer's shoulder and see what they're doing because uh, we need to concentrate on our job. We need to do, we love what we do, right? So for the best of our ability, we, we do this job because we love doing it so much. So please, if go inside, go about your business, go to work, whatever you got to do. But please don't uh, hover around and see what we're doing. All right, and the next thing would be, I would say, is have your phone handy in case the detailers talk to you or tell him or her where you are in case there's any issues or questions that arise. Or maybe be, be near the bell or near the door, I mean, so you can hear uh, when uh, you might get called upon to be asked a question. I think the easiest thing for me to just send a quick text message to my customer to keep posted about my progress or have any questions or whatever. But just please be ready with that just in case the person needs to talk to you about any questions you might have. Uh, something else also is very important is try to the best of your ability to keep kids and animals away while the theater is working. Now I love kids. I have one, she's six, she's awesome. I love my life, you know, she, she's the best kid ever, right? So, but, and I don't mind showing them what I'm doing. And, but, you know, kids have a million questions. And, and sometimes I'm working with machines that allow, you know, I'm talking about the vacuum cleaner, uh, my carpet extractor, my steamer can get dangerous. So these are things that kids really shouldn't be around because they can get hurt. And also the chemicals that are around, they can get hurt. So I don't mind doing a bit of education, entertaining, answering a few questions here and there, but, when kids start hanging out for 5, 10, 20 minutes, I'm like, okay, I have to get back to work here. So make sure you keep animals and kids away, dogs, cats, whatever, you know, away from the detail when they're working. And last and not least, obviously, uh, tips, referrals are always appreciated. 
Um, and I think that about sums it up. If, uh, again, if anybody else out there can think of another topic they would like covered on this podcast, please, please let me know. I am wide open to suggestions. So again, Randy, thanks so much, man. I appreciate you suggesting this topic and I hope everybody out there got something out of it. Feel free to email me with any suggestions on topics you would like covered in future episodes. Check out the Detailing with Marty podcast discussion group on Facebook. I will include both my email and link to the group in this episode description. Until next time, take care of yourselves.